So tonight we are continuing in our little series of uh, three parables that Jesus tells while he's in the temple in Jerusalem. This is his final time in the temple before he is arrested and then crucified. And the last two weeks, we've looked at the first two parables. And tonight, we're looking at the final parable found in Matthew chapter 22. They are truly challenges, originally thought to be given to uh, the religious leaders of the time. But tonight, I think the challenge extends to those who were listening to Jesus as well and extends to us now. Parables, as I've said before, are meant to tell us a little bit about the kingdom of God, what the kingdom of God might be like. A reminder that it is not an exact comparison. It is meant to be a story that is an extended metaphor. You cannot draw uh, direct uh, relationships. It is a correlation. So the question for us tonight as we read yet another challenging parable is what is the challenge Jesus is inviting us to consider tonight in our own context? So as I read through this parable once again, or tonight, I invite you to think about where the Holy Spirit is drawing your attention. And I'm going to ask you what question you have for this text. What is a question that you are holding in your heart after you hear this story? And I'll ask you to share at the end. So hear these words from Matthew chapter 22, verses 1 through 14, and you can follow along in your bulletin. Once more, Jesus spoke to them in parables, saying, The kingdom of heaven may be compared to a king who gave a wedding banquet for his son. He sent his slaves to call those who had been invited to the wedding banquet, but they would not come. Again, he sent other slaves, saying, Tell those who have been invited, Look, I have prepared my dinner, my oxen, and my fat calves have been slaughtered, and everything is ready. Come to the wedding banquet. But they made light of it and went away, one to his farm, another to his business, while the rest seized his slaves, mistreated them, and killed them. The king was enraged. He sent troops, destroyed those who murdered and burned their city. Then he said to his slaves, the wedding is ready, but those invited were not worthy. Therefore, go into the main streets and invite everyone you find to the wedding banquet. Those slaves went out into the streets and gathered all whom they found, both good and bad. So the wedding hall was filled with guests. But when the king came to see the guests, he noticed a man there who was not wearing a wedding robe. And he said to him, friend, how did you get in here without a wedding robe? And that man was speechless. 
Then the king said to the attendants, Bind him hand and foot, and throw him into the outer darkness, where there will be weeping and gnashing of teeth. For many are called, but few are chosen. My friends, this is still the word of God given to us as the children of God. And we say, thanks be to God. Will you pray with me? God, I ask you to be present with us tonight as we uncover the layers of this parable to discover what it is that you are inviting us to. God of truth, God of love, God of wide open arms. Help us to see your love. Amen. All right, friends, so what questions might you have after listening to this story? It can be anything under the sun. John. Great question. I actually know the answer to that. Uh, So he was in a synagogue. So those gathered listening to him teaching and the leaders of the synagogue who had rushed in to see this Jesus who was uh, teaching in such a strange and way that was not consistent with the way that they were uh, typically used to hearing. And Jesus is speaking to us. Thanks for your question. Any other questions that I probably will not have the answer to that we will ponder together tonight? If you're joining us online, please feel free to throw your questions in the comment section as well. Question from the back, gotcha. Great question. It's, I don't, we'll, we'll talk about it tonight. I'm just, yes, great question. That was my question too. Any other questions? That was a good question. Yeah. <laughs> Period. Great question. Is the kingdom of heaven filled with all of these things that are listed in this parable, even all of the stuff that are difficult? That's a good question, Journey. Thank you. We ask questions like this of the text in this safe space, knowing that in asking the questions, we are already starting the difficult work of peeling apart the layers and inviting the Holy Spirit into this moment. We may not have clear answers, but simply asking the question sets us on a journey to continue to ask God and invite God into this space. But as we have read this story together, Journey's question and our questions 
sort of hit the nail on the head. Once again, this is a difficult parable to compare, to claim that this is a comparison for the kingdom of God. My question is, well, how? What kind of kingdom does this story tell us at first reading? For one reason or another, when Jesus tells us this story, he tells us of a wedding party that would have no guests. For some reason or another, the guests that were originally invited no longer wanted to attend. And we hear this troubling story of the way that they worked that out. The party host, the king, and realizing he would have no guests to this wedding banquet, this wedding feast for his son, opens wide an invitation. That feels a little familiar. Wide open arms, inviting everyone that his servants came across in the streets. It didn't matter who, young or old, Roman or Jew, rich or poor, the text tells us good or bad. People of all abilities, people who knew the bride or the groom or didn't know either of them from Adam. All were invited. All were welcomed. Or so it seemed, right? When it came time for the wedding celebration to commence, all who had been extended an invitation were gathered in joyful merriment, commenting on the robes and the vestments of the guests, probably similar to the way that we gather for weddings as well. Everyone was ready to experience the full wedding celebration, except for this one guest, a guest who did not have on a robe, maybe lurking in the periphery of the festivities. Friend, the king addresses this guest, where is your robe? And when this person could not provide an adequate answer, he was sent away. He was sent out. For me, I have several questions as I approach this parable. This parable that I find contention with. Where is one to attain a robe on such short notice? What if they don't have the funds to purchase said robe? Wouldn't this be a barrier to experiencing the party? What if this guest just wanted to experience a taste of the fun, even though he did not have the appropriate attire? And the way Jesus makes meaning of this parable at the end seems to be an us versus them situation that has led some denominations throughout history to adopt an idea called election, that some of us are chosen to inherit God's kingdom, while others have not. And friends, I don't know about you, but I cannot believe in a God of the God that I believe in as a God of radical love, a God who casts a net wide of invitation 
I cannot believe a God like this would once again give and then take away like we talked about last week. So if that's not what's happening here, what is Jesus' invitation to us tonight and to the people who were gathered listening to him in that synagogue so long ago? What is he trying to say about the kingdom of God? Well, if you look across the gospel account, over the four different gospels, we are given a really full picture of who Jesus is and the way that Jesus speaks about the kingdom of God. And typically he speaks about God's kingdom in two different ways. A kingdom that is yet to come somewhere in the future and a kingdom of God that is already present and tangible and can be realized and experienced right now through Christ. So we often hear this parable as interpreted to envision the kingdom of God that is coming. But I believe that this particular parable speaks more about the kingdom of God that can be tangibly felt here and now. The invitation is here and now. If the kingdom of God is happening right now, like the wedding banquet was, maybe to understand this parable, we need to put ourselves in the shoes of someone who was invited off the street 